Uh-oh, our top would like to access. Okay. Now we're rolling. It ain't 5 o'clock yet. It's taking so long to get to 5 o'clock. Those of you who are coming on, go ahead and share um, this post, whatever it is, the, the video. We're going to go live today for our Free Indeed Friday. So I need you as you're coming in to share uh, this video. Let me know where you are, what you got going on right now. It's 5 o'clock. Some of you may be trying to make your way home. And I want to help you get through this traffic, you dig? Uh, so come on real quick. We got a dope little segment lined up. I uh, got some things I want to share with you. And uh, this is the way we're going to do Free Indeed Fridays in this second season. So there's going to be some uh, differences for those of you who watched or listened to the podcast and then the, the Fellowship Fridays that we did live last season. Then we took a little hiatus, and now we're back. It's the beginning of a new year. I'm still free. And this is Free Indeed Friday. So what I want you to do is go ahead and share this video uh, like it. And I want you to talk back to me. I won't be able to keep up very much with what's going on on the screen, but I got help in the room that's going to keep me abreast of the things that you may be saying. Uh, and I may get an opportunity to interact uh, with you. I won't be on here any longer than an hour but I may tap out around 35 minutes or something like that. We'll see what, what happens. I've got some things lined up, some different pieces of the segment that I'm going to go through. So as you're coming in, let me know where you are. Let me know what you're doing. I hear I'm on Instagram right now, and I don't even do Instagram, so I don't even know what that look like, what it means. But for those of you who are on Instagram, God bless you today. Uh, I'm used to my Facebook family. But go ahead and come on in, share, let your, let your people know uh, that we're on live for another Free Indeed Friday podcast. I want to know what you got going on this Friday, the first Friday of 2020. My God, it's the first Friday of a brand new year. So if you've been messing up Fridays your whole life, this is a new opportunity, a reset on Fridays. Uh, so Free Indeed Friday. Listen, you can subscribe to the Free Indeed Fridays podcast via SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. And so what we're going to do is we're going to give you content today. Some of it is going to be kind of edited, in and out, spliced up. And so if you want to get the full effect, you're going to have to hear the podcast. We'll try to get those up by Monday uh, where you'll be able to hear what went down on the Free Indeed Friday podcast. So let's get it jumped off. What's up, world? It's your boy, Pastor Free. Deshard Freeman is my government name. And this is Free Indeed Friday, the podcast. Uh, at the end of the podcast, I'm going to answer questions. So if you want to uh, ask me questions, we'll do the last segment. It'll be called Ask Pastor Free. So if you have questions that you want to ask about spirituality, leadership, mentorship, family, marriage, uh, how to handle haters, whatever your question might be, if you want to pose a question, you can send that to the Free Indeed Ministries inbox, uh, and I will try to fill those questions at the end of the segment. I see we got viewers online, but y'all go ahead and share and get your friends, your family uh, in, in this thing while we're doing this Free Indeed Fridays podcast. So, you know, uh, free, free kind of funny. funny. 
So I found some jokes. Some of you have had a hard week. I know uh, that most of you had a couple of days off this week. And it sometimes it seems like it's harder to go back to work when you've been off. Like when you're in the routine, you keep it flowing and it's cool. But when you have them couple of days where you get to sleep late and all that stuff, you've been eating good, it's hard to get back to the regular routine. But anyway, uh, so if you've had a hard week, I got some humor for you. This one is called A Long Night. In lieu of New Year's Eve, I don't know what some of you may have done. Uh, the turn up may have been super real. Uh, but if so, uh, you may resonate with this joke. I hope not. Those of you who came to the all-black worship experience at ALC, it was an amazing experience. And we all left here sober. We left here sober. Now, what you did after you left the sanctuary, I, I, I'm not responsible. Anyway, this is called A Long Night. So a drunk phoned the local police department to report that thieves had been in his car. They have stolen the dashboard, the steering wheel, the brake pedals, and even the accelerator, the drunk man reported. However, before the police investigation could start, the phone rang a second time. And the same voice came over the line. My bad, the drunk said with a hiccup. I got in the back seat by mistake. Ha ha! We need to learn how to put the little electronic claps in there. All right, we're going to figure that out. One more joke. This is called going down. This is called going down. As the storm raged, the captain realized his ship was sinking fast. I said ship. His ship was sinking fast. He called out, anyone here know how to pray? One man stepped forward. I, Captain, I know how to pray. Good, said the captain. You pray while the rest of us put on our life jackets because we're one short. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, that's hilarious. If you didn't laugh, it's something wrong with you. Let's keep it moving. Uh, so I'm going to do uh, what we call free, free time, time music. music. That was my, my music brand when I started uh, producing music, free time music. And so uh, those of you who are familiar with the Friend D Fridays podcast, you know that we try to use that moment to spotlight music uh, that you of artists that you may not know of, new artists, and especially artists that I've had an opportunity to produce or write for, so on and so forth, because I can share that music with you without going, dealing with copyright and having to post. So I, if I don't own the rights to this and whatever, you know how that go. But anyway, I'm working on a record uh, that I'm going to release February the 27th, which is my birthday, February the 27th. Feel free right Feel now free. Uh, to start trying to buy gifts and whatnot for me for my birthday. I won't be mad at you. February 27th, I'll turn 38, 38 years old, February, the great 38, uh, February the 27th, uh, and, and that day I'm going to release um, a trauma volume of stuff. I haven't used that phrase yet, but I like it. Um, I preached through a series called Trauma, and we dealt with everything from rape to daddy issues and being dropped, betrayed, and abandoned. And so the DVD for the Trauma series is going to be released, um, and you'll see... We may, we're going to make some enhancements even to the sermon series. And then also there's a record that I've been recording called the Trauma Record it's that has songs record. that kind of deal with these various traumatic life experiences. I'm going to play uh, one of the songs off the record, a snippet of it. Uh, this song is called Tamar 
or uh, no means no. So all of the the songs have a, a person's name, a biblical character's name, and then a sub uh, title. So this is no means no. I love this song. As a matter of fact, I may try to release this as a single first because I got a chance to do it with my sons. Micah, Caleb, and Josiah all sing on uh, this record. And so I'm going to play it. It's going to be real spliced up just so you can get a feel of the song. You won't get the whole song. You'll be able to hear more of it on the podcast on Monday. But anyway, this is Tamar, No Means No. Uh, in light of Surviving R. Kelly Part 2 last night, uh-huh, this is a very appropriate in Jesus' name. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Faith Rogers was 19 when she says she met R. Kelly after his concert in San Antonio last year. The morning after the concert, she says Kelly knocked on her door. He's like, take off your clothes. Next tonight, a powerful scene in court. A former college football player at Vanderbilt University sentenced for sex assault. These are just random news clippings. Go ahead and share the video. Invite your friends and family in. Right now I'm playing No Means No. As the defendant, Corey Beatty, sat expressions in the courtroom. I've seen with my own eyes. This jury has deliberated for 14 hours and 22 minutes after a 17-day trial. And remember, this is this is the second time uh, Bill Cosby is being tried on these charges. Wow. Come sit down, son, let me talk to you. There's something on my mind. Awkward conversation, but it's about that time. The chest is starting to spread. Hair between your legs. Boy, becoming a man. Just listen to what I'm saying. One thing throughout all history. Great men have felt that miserably. Let me know if y'all can hear it all right. It's too loud, I'll turn it down. If it's too soft, I'll turn it up. Jumping ahead so they can hear other parts and don't be trying to bootleg my stuff. Yes. Yeah, my babies, they putting in work. They putting in that work. That boy got hot in the pants. Cost said no, but he wouldn't respect her stance. Now possibly she can't love no 
Micah, Caleb, and Josiah. They did an amazing job. This is about their third or fourth uh, time in the studio recording a song. They professionals now. And so I'm excited about that. February the 27th is when I'm going to release um, the trauma record. It'll be about nine, ten songs if I don't fill a wild hair and end up recording two or three more. Uh, but the, this is dope music featuring some of Austin's finest artists. And I got a couple of People who are not in Austin that are going to appear on the record, too. I'm not going to give it away. I'm going to let you be surprised. So, this week, um, I'm moving into the segment called Free, Free Rant. Rant. Um, and I want to talk specifically around the idea of it being a new year. Um, this is 2020, and people have already uh, started putting out their hashtags and their thoughts, the year of clearer vision and all of that good stuff. I got me a dope hashtag. I'm going to slide it in on y'all. I'm looking for plenty. I'm trying to see plenty. See the C you play, the, the C uh, with the 2020 vision. You put it all together. I'm trying to see plenty in 2020. Um, however, it seems like it is kind of taboo where people believe that whenever there's a new year that I'm finna walk into a new season. I'm leaving all those things in 2019 and everything is about to get better uh, because of the new moment and the new season that we're walking into. Uh, and so I kind of want to address that idea. Um, and I'm calling this free rant new, new year, year, new you or no. Or nah. New year, new you, or nah. I'm going to read a passage of scripture, Romans chapter 12. I'm reading Romans chapter 12, starting at verse 1. I'm reading the NIV version of the scriptures. And it says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That was Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. New year, new you, or nah. Perhaps one of the biggest lies any of us has ever told is a New Year's resolution. Yep. And sadly, the intent is not to deceive others, but we're actually deceiving ourselves. If we're really going to experience newness, 
change, transformation, success, fruit, emotion, a new season, or another level, there are some adjustments that we must make. We must stop making resolutions and start making reformation. We must stop making declarations and start showing dedication. We must stop prophesying and start preparing. We need to stop cutting everything off so quickly and start evaluating what it is that we really have. As I hear Paul's writing in Romans chapter 12, there are three things that I think come to mind when I start considering whether or not it's really going to be a new you uh, in this new year or not. If if, if things are going to become new, if it's really going to be a new season, if you're really going to experience a new day and go to a new level, here it is. First of all, we'll have to remember his mercy. He says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, that we've got to remember that God is merciful because transformation requires calculation. The apostle Paul offers this instruction in light of God's mercy toward us. Before he can make his appeal, he reminds us that God has been merciful. Anybody besides me can keep it 100 and testify that God has been merciful to you. Mercy is when God withholds the punishment and the judgment that you deserve. So I'm looking for some sinners out there that understand and know that God has been merciful. Things may not be the way you want them to be, but God has been so good. They're not the way you deserve for them to be. And when we fail to obey God, it's it's because we fail to observe God. When you really see God for who he is and what he's done in your life, you understand that he's been merciful and it ought to start that transformation in your heart. For all that he has done, he deserves a sacrifice. So we'll have to remember his mercy. But the second thing that the text tells us is that we'll have to render our members. If you're going to walk into newness in this new year, you've got to remember his mercy, but then you've got to render your members. He says that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. I love this because it's easy for you to present your checkbook and God wants that too. It's easy for you to present your hallelujah, your shondo, your hands lifted, your tears, your he coming in a Honda, your fallout and they put a sheet on. It's easy for you, but but he says, give God your bodies because transformation also requires a presentation. It requires uh, contemplation. It requires calculation, but it also requires a presentation. If you're going to have a new season, if you're going to walk into a newness this year, uh, Paul clearly says that we are to offer God a sacrifice of our bodies. When we consider all that he has done for us, we should see it as reasonable. King James says it's your reasonable service to give him the best we have. And truth of the matter, family, all we really have to give God is ourselves. He owns everything else. God doesn't need your money. God doesn't need your car. He doesn't even need your prayer. The only thing that we can really offer God is ourselves. And so he says, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Don't miss that. Under the Old Testament system, the atonement uh, requirement was blood. Without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sin. And so people would kill turtle doves and, and lambs and goats and bulls and the whole nine, uh, but they would have to do it over and over again because it was an imperfect sacrifice. However, Jesus comes on the scene, dies on the cross as the Lamb of God and sheds perfect blood, so there's no need to ever repeat 
this particular thing. And the interesting thing about that is because he died, there's no need for you to die for the Lord. <laughs> the need is for us to live for him. So be a living sacrifice. Since Christ has died for all, our sacrifice then is in how we live. So in the new year, the question really needs to be, how are you going to live? How are you going to walk? How are you going to behave? How are you going to act? Because a living sacrifice requires a lot of surrender. My God, I'm going to say that one more time. A living sacrifice requires a whole lot of surrender. Because most of our destruction deals with our desires. Most of our setbacks have to do with our self-gratification. Those who have struggles with their weight. Uh, and I, today I ain't had nothing but roasted chicken and dirty rice. I'm trying to get there. I had green beans and everything. I'm, I'm yeah. I, anyway, but I understand that those who have weight issues is because of self-gratification. You like to eat and you like to eat things that taste good. And most of the time, the stuff that's good for you is not good to you and vice versa. So there's a need for self-sacrifice. Uh, when people have emotional attachments, it comes from gratifying the flesh and getting your freak on and, and having a little, 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 yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. And so you put yourself in these cycles that you're trying to get out of. And I don't know why I keep on falling for Tyrone. Because you like what Tyrone does when he does what he does. And so if there's going to be a new you, a new season, you're going to have to crucify your flesh. And you're going to have to let some things go because most of our destruction deals with our desires. Those who are in debt. You're in debt because you like shoes. You like purses. You like going to the casino. Y'all ain't talking back to me. You like driving nice cars. You, you like doing these things that cost a lot of money. And so to gratify your flesh, many times you put yourself in destructive situations, sickness in our bodies because of drug use and alcoholism and, and all of this other stuff. So when we present our bodies, it's this understanding that transformation takes place out of my presentation, that what I'm giving God needs to be a living sacrifice. Here it is. Let me put this in your spirit real quick. If we're presenting our bodies to him, if it's his, then we ought to uh, be careful with how we handle it. If it's his, if my body is his, then I ought to really give some attention to how I handle it. If I let you borrow my car and you bring my car back on empty, you bring my car back with three flat tires, you bring my car back, you, you ripped the leather on the inside, you, you didn't decide that you're going to put in a new radio and you got wires hanging. That would be mismanagement. It wasn't yours. You took it and you did what you wanted to do with it. Same thing with our bodies. I wonder what type of account we're going to have to give God for how we have misused and abused our temples. Um, I, I'm a metal for a second. Uh, truth of the matter is, we, you know, it's, it's taboo for people to get tattoos. Ooh, that was bar. Taboo to get a tattoo. But the truth of the matter is, if God wanted your name on your neck, he's God enough to have written your name on your neck. 
Your body is his sacrifice and the things that we do to it. The word of God talks about, you know, the sexual act is, 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 is connecting the temple of God to a harlot. Uh, when we consume poisonous things, that, that's stuff that we're doing to the temple. I used to say when I was a boy preacher growing up, you'd be mad if you rolled up to your church and somebody had spray painted stuff all on the outside of the church. I used to say that. Now, as a grown man, my church, we actually painted words. On the church, <laughs> on the church, but, but, but it was, it was, it had a purpose. It had an intent. However, I'm saying that the idea is if someone defaced the property of God's house, you'd feel some kind of way. Well, the Bible says that your body is the temple of the living God. And so why don't we feel some kind of way about how uh, we treat or mistreat our temples? I'm finna give you this third piece. Cause I can tell some of y'all already mad when I got on them tattoos, you just, Anyway, so we will have to remember his mercy. We'll have to render our members. And then thirdly, we'll have to renew our minds. He says uh, very simply and plainly, do not conform to the pattern of this world. And that's why New Year's resolutions are so difficult because the world sets before us a pattern that is hard not to conform to. There are drive throughs on every corner. And so when you're trying to eat right, but the world gives you this convenient food in a box, it's hard not to conform to those things. The world talks about turning up and partying and all of this stuff. And, and you know God has called you out from among them to be separate. But there's a pattern that the world sets before us. And the Bible says, don't conform to it, but be transformed, my God, by the renewing of your mind. Friend, if there's going to be a new you in this new year, you have to have a renewed mind because here's the last piece. Transformation requires renewed meditation. The final and perhaps most important piece has to do with the way we think. Paul claims that the people of faith ought to have a renewed mind. It will be impossible to be in proper alignment with God's will if we have the stinking thinking of the world to be successful in our pursuit, we're going to have to transform our minds, a renewed mind, a hard reset, if you will, back to the way God intended for us to process information. What does a renewed mind look like? I hear you asking. Well, a renewed mind will think you can when the world says you can't. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things. Through him who gives me strength. When your mind is renewed, you no longer process failure or defeat because you know your name is victory. When you've got a renewed mind, you'll prefer the things of the father over the things of the flesh. Because when your mind is renewed, you understand that just because it's good to me, it doesn't mean it's good for me. Second Corinthians 10 and 5 says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Captive has this idea of kind of an uh, aggressive lockup. Because uh, the truth of the matter is, if you let your thoughts have free reign, 
Uh, your thoughts will go to places that you never even knew you could go. There are things that you will say in your spirit, I never do that. I never do that. But if you let your mind run long enough, you'll find yourself in a space and place where you never thought you'd be because our minds are wicked. And so you've got to take captive of it. Put, put, I got handcuffs right. Put handcuffs on your mind. See, I, I had no idea why I had these still in my possession. This is just so random. Put handcuffs on your mind. Uh, cause it to be captive so that, <laughs> no, that's from the series where we was, uh, while I was Paul in, in, in trial and stuff. That's for all of you <laughs> nasty people. It's like, oh my, he just got a handcuff. See, that's just trifling. You need to take captive of your mind <laughs> and prefer the things of the Father over the things of the flesh. Thirdly, and I'm done, a renewed mind will accentuate the positive instead of being pessimistic. We live in a world that can be so discouraging, so difficult, so depressing. Some of you that are watching right now, truth of the matter is you've thought about quitting. Some have even had suicidal thoughts. You feel like, what's the use of me putting forth effort if it doesn't produce anything of value? Trust me, I know what it feels like to be there. But when your mind is renewed, you accentuate the positive instead of being pessimistic. Philippians 4 and 8 says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, you should think about such things. When your mind is renewed, you start looking for the silver lining. You start believing God's going to get glory out of this, whatever your this is. And so the question that you've got to grapple with in your own life space today is, does the new year mean a new you or no? Because if there is not a remembering of his mercy, a rendering of our members and a renewing of our minds, then a new calendar year will not mean a new season. That's my free rant for today. Listen, um, I've given you this word, and I want to kind of reflect uh, in what I'm calling some free, free valuation. Those of you who have the book, God Wants Me, you know at the end of each chapter, I try to prompt you to think in light of what was presented. Uh, to personalize it. So I don't know if you're riding, if you're sitting at the office working late or whatever, if you can write, uh, then write. If not, just contemplate. But also, I want your feedback. So if you want to type in the comment sections your responses to the questions, feel free to do that, whether you're on Facebook or Instagram. I see my brother, Pastor Kennedy Young, just logged on. Good to see you, bro. Oh, God bless you this free indeed Friday. Listen, some questions in light of uh, what I just shared. Uh, first thing, what are you doing to see a new you this year? Personally, this is where you can share uh, with the platform, those who are on. What are you doing to see a new you this year? What's going to be different? What actions are you taking uh, to keep you uh, from repeating the cycle of last year? What was that ding? Oh, okay, a notification. All right, so what are you doing to see a new you this year? Go ahead and post it in the comment section. Other people may be blessed by what you post. Uh, so let me see. Uh, somebody was taking good notes. Oh, that was us taking good notes. Good. Someone on Instagram, is it a member of our church? Don't We're not going to call out names about people's tithing, but to attempting to pay. Let me tell you this. Let, let, me, let me do this, and I'm not going to stay here long. 
But I believe in the laws of reciprocity. I believe you reap what you sow. And so many of us are poor. So many, so many of us are struggling. So many of us are trying to make it because we will not obey God's word. And so to somebody attempting to pay tithes may be small, but listen, whoever said that, I want to encourage you because I believe God is going to supernaturally turn some things around in your life out of your obedience to his word as it pertains to giving. God can, you can't beat him giving and God can't lie. And he says that if you will pay the tithe, he'll open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings. So that's an awesome thing. What are you doing uh, to see a new you this year? Anybody else? You got anything else over there? Mm -hmm. Coming to Bible study. That's an awesome thing. Uh, being taught, being fed the word of God. Our faith grows by being fed. I see somebody saying, set aside time with God every morning. Listen, you need God time every day. And, and so for some people, it's early in the morning. For me, I'm a night owl, so I tend to spend most of my time, you know, late at night. But whatever it is, make sure you carve out time in your day for God. You, you do it for your exercise. You do it for your children. You do it for your boo thing, all of that. Make sure there's time in your day for God. Let me go to another free valuation question. What are some ways you work to accomplish your resolutions or goals? What are some ways you work to accomplish your resolutions? resolutions or goals. I want to go ahead and throw something in the mix. I think we all need accountability. You can set resolutions, you can set goals, but unless you have people who are supporting you and holding you accountable when you want to quit, when you want to give up, reminding you of the commitment that you made, it's going to be hard. Even if you're a self-starter and a self-motivator, we all need that support. And so that's one way is to have people in your life that you're completely transparent with. Listen, I need to lose weight this year and so I need you to help me that time that way anytime they see you with a hamburger in their hand they just slap it down just mildew <laughs> when I was in school we used to walk up and knock people down stuff and call it mildew say mildew and so if I see you with a burger in your hand and I walk up and be like mildew just know that that's me trying to encourage you in the Lord somebody beat and try to fault, fault me somebody beat and try to fault me yes. somebody will try to fight me behind that an accountability partner absolutely I I see uh, someone saying, teaching my family more of the word of God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Taking more time to prepare ahead and consulting God before making moves. Absolutely. Planning ahead is so essential because most of the time when we don't have a plan, we default to negative and destructive behavior. Third evaluation, uh, free valuation question. Have you taken steps to ensure your personal goals are aligned with God's will for you? Because just because we set a goal doesn't mean it's a God goal. Sometimes we're working hard, bending over backwards, and then getting discouraged because we don't accomplish goals that God never planned for us to accomplish anyway. Sometimes it's God that's putting an obstacle and op opposition in our way to keep us from getting where he does not want us to go. So have you taken steps to assure that your personal goals, the, the goals you've set for yourself, are actually God's will for your life? Now, the word of God is so clear. Uh, we'll know uh, some things that God wants for us. Absolutely. God wants us to be healthy. God wants us to be faithful to his word, faithful to worship. 
Um, but, you know, sometimes we may be setting, trying to get into a higher tax bracket, and God says that you're just not ready for that yet. You know, you, you haven't mastered the level you're on. And so uh, a goal may be financial increase, but God may say that it's not your season for that. Um, you haven't learned how to tithe making 40000 So I, I know you're not going to tithe making 400000 Y'all, Y'all quiet out there. I guess you're going to be quiet because we're on social media. Y'all not quiet. They talking. They texting. They commenting. I'm sorry. I'm a preacher, so I'm used to saying y'all ain't talking to me because usually they ain't talking to me. All right. Fourth <laughs> free valuation question, and then we're done. What will be the end test to measure the success of a new you? So what's the litmus test? How will you know that you have passed the goal? How will you know that you have become better or become new? Uh, go ahead and respond if you got something in your heart. How will you know that you've gotten to the place? where you want to be. Uh, how do you know that you are new? That this new year has really brought a new you. Anybody want to respond? You got to type fast because we can't have a lot of dead silence. <laughs> you got to type fast. Oh, you got to type. Anybody typing? How will you know? How will you? How will I know that he really? What was that? Whitney Houston? See, I'm a jukebox. Instagram, when people notice a change in me, absolutely. Especially when you have people around you who you can trust their opinions. When people uh, can see a change in you, the amount of blessings that come my way. That God, in fact, will bless us when he sees us align with his word. That's real good. Um, I'm not calling these names because I'm not seeing very well up on the screen. But when the storms come harder... Uh-huh. See that right there? That's deep right there. Everybody didn't get that. When the storms come harder because new levels bring new devils. And so when you are maturing, when you're improving, the devil's going to try harder. So when the storms come harder, absolutely. I can see that's Tasha Green, the realtor, that said, by evaluating past situations in a future time frame. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm glad y'all were able to talk back with me real quick on the free valuation. But still, you should probably consider these questions uh, as you're going through the year. Year 2020. This second to the last segment is called Free Flowers. Free flowers. I'm about to give some flowers away. Um, and I, I know uh, my brother's probably really busy, so he may not be on, but maybe he'll catch this uh, in the playback. Uh, but I want to give flowers today to my brother, uh, Dr. Jaron Chu. Uh, Jerron Chu is the pastor of Mount Olive Baptist Church in Jasper, Texas. Um, he is uh, an author. Uh, he has written two books, The Manuscript for Membership and uh, Faith Formula for God's Favor. And I'm giving a shout out to Dr. Chu just because um, I kind of grew up as a single single in a single parent home as an only child. And so in my adult life, I really value relationships of people that I consider to be family. And actually, Dr. Chu and myself haven't really known each other as long as most people would think. Uh, and we actually had a very rocky start to our friendship. Uh, it's funny stories. Uh, however, 
The truth of the matter is I probably don't have a closer friend in the world than him. Uh, he checks on me, he prays for me. We hold each other accountable. Uh, we support one another. Not just uh, him. It's, you know, we got a group of four. We call ourselves the generals uh, in ministry, um, and I'll get to them at another time. But today I want to spotlight, highlight my brother, Dr. Jerron Chu. If you're not friends with him on Facebook, you can uh, follow him. He does a Chew on This segment every Tuesday. Um, and so I just, I thank God for my brother. Uh, we've been through some very serious, strenuous times together. Uh, we've celebrated with each other. We've, we've uh, gone through storms together. And so, Chew Boy, take these flowers, man, it's uh, while I can. Smell them. And um, this last segment we roll up on called Ask Pastor Free. Ask Pastor Free. I had left the K off, so it kind of sounded like I said something else that some of you have probably been saying. Ha! <laughs> but I didn't say what you thought I said or what you've been saying behind my back. I said, ask Pastor Free. So if there are questions that you want to ask your boy, uh, you can slide them into the Free Indeed Ministries inbox, and I'll answer those questions real quick if they're appropriate for public platform. And if not, I'll send you some type of response, whatever the question may be. And if you don't, if you you want to post it uh, in the comment section, you can do that as well. But this is a moment for you to ask pastor for you, ask a preacher uh, anything. Uh, that you want to ask. You want to know about uh, church. You want to know about family. You want to know about life. You want to, I'm not going to tell you too much about me because uh, that's not your business. Well, some of it may be, but not all of it. Anyway, every time I go live sitting at this desk, Martin Luther King looks so disapproving. It's like he looks at me with disdain. Like, what are you doing with your life? You see it? How you looking at me? Okay. I can't line it up. Anyway, any questions? Because if not, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to release you back to your day. Uh, but any questions that you want to ask Pastor Free? Did we check the inbox? Okay. Checking, checking. We're checking the inbox to see if anyone has questions that they want to ask. Or if anyone is online and you want to pose a question, you're more than welcome to do that. Listen, we'll be doing our Free Indeed Friday podcast every Friday at 5. We'll go live at 5. Uh, if I'm traveling or somewhere else in the country, I'll try to carve out time and space to make sure I can meet you live at 5 to record the podcast. Um, and then what we will do is we'll make sure that we have content for you each week. By Monday, we'll have an edited version of the podcast that goes up. Like I said, you can catch that on SoundCloud. You can catch that on Spotify. You can catch that on Apple Music. Uh, we'll try to probably even move some stuff to YouTube and so on and so forth so that you can recap these moments on Free Indeed Fridays. We've been on like 40-something minutes at this point, and so I'm about to let you get back to your day. Hopefully those of you who have been listening while you're riding through traffic have been entertained, inspired, encouraged the whole nine. Uh, those of you who put it on while you were cleaning the kitchen or whatever, God bless you too. Um, and so. We have no questions, right? 
All right. And what you can do, if you have questions that you think of, you can put them in the inbox and we'll cover them next week on our free and deep Friday. If you can bow your head, do so. If not, uh, then uh, just uh, kind of posture your heart for prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for just this time together. As people of faith, we understand that technology and advancements makes ministry look different than it did in times past. And so somebody's life can be transformed riding home, listening to a podcast. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you would uh, take the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, make them acceptable in your sight and useful in your kingdom. I pray in the name of Jesus uh, that this new year, in fact, does produce a new us, that we would walk in newness, that our mind is renewed, our, our worship is renewed, relationships and fellowship is renewed, our love for you is renewed. Because, Lord God, we know that the enemy tries to uh, cause us to have stale worship and stale service and a stale walk. But, Lord God, our desire is to, to walk in newness and to be fresh. And so I, I speak that over the people of God. Anyone who will hear this podcast, I pray that you would prick their hearts in a place that causes them to understand how blessed we are to live in your sight in your sight and how how blessed we are to have another chance to try to improve and to do better father i command a blessing over families i pray a blessing over um, ministries and organizations and those who are entrepreneurs over their businesses lord god i command a blessing over marriages and over our children i pray for government i pray for law enforcement officers lord god i pray that you would just have your way in this world it's a very dark and cruel world but lord we are the light of the world city set on a hill that cannot be here so you have commissioned us to represent you in those dark spaces to turn on the light and so father we thank you for choosing to use us in your service i pray for blessing safekeeping good health long life over your people in the name of jesus christ i pray and ask these things by faith amen and thank god listen this has been your buzznoy Bus noise was kind of weird. <laughs> it's been your boy, Pastor Free, for another Free Indeed Friday. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. I holla. Y'all be blessed. <laughs>